Welcome to the SC Journey, where we take you on journeys from across the spectrum on just how the hell we became systems engineers. My name's Zane Allen, and he's Chris Sprague. I said that backwards. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's going to be the eye thing, isn't it? Eye contact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, eye, yeah, eye contact. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Uh, excited to bring you another episode of the SE Journey. Today, we have a uh, fantastic guest with us, a former colleague, current friend, or I, I guess I should say current colleague, former co-worker, friend. Um, so we're excited doing a uh, fellow podcaster. A pod- yeah, I was going to say a podcast uh, doing us a favor in return. We were just on on his podcast. Uh, crossover episodes. Crossover episodes. There right. we go. Uh, before I get too far ahead of myself, though, let's make sure my uh, co-host is out there. Zane Allen, how you doing? Great. Great. Is my camera working? Am I yes. Looking at you enough? Um, eye <laughs> tracking is on. Yes. Technology is awesome. Uh, this will be a fun episode. Yeah, absolutely. Great to be here. And. Glad to get into it with our guest here. As Chris said, we got to do his show. Now we're doing the crossover. It's like some sort of sitcom where we appear on each other's. And maybe we'll have spinoff universes from this. And uh, anyway, much, much, much to come. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's great to be here. Excellent. Yeah, to introduce our guest, it's uh, Eric Doherty. Uh, Like I said, former co-worker. Got his own pod since I since I said that right off the bat, Eric. Why don't you introduce yourself? I mentioned the podcast and, and t- tell us the name of your podcast and where we can find that, so we don't lose track of that. Sure, awesome. I love getting a plug right up front. Yeah. So my name is Eric Doherty. I am a fellow podcaster doing the Veeam Partner Perspectives podcast, available everywhere you pick up your podcast. Current Veeam employee, part of the channel team there have been for the past four plus years and have a long and storied IT career history that we'll probably investigate during this time. Yeah, we're excited to uh, hear about Absolutely. it. Yeah, a little little different from what we did on yours, but a little more about you know what led you to the role you have today and all the lessons you have to impart on the uh, people out there. Perfect. Um, yeah, so we... Um, you know, like I said, we we were former coworkers. Actually, Eric and I were on the same same team there for a while, and getting to do the uh, the uh, channel partner, all, all the good engineering for the channel partners and all that. So, um, so yeah, you told us a little bit about um, you know your current role, and and we'll get to that, Eric. But I know that you've gone through, um, you know, you've been on many different sides of this, right? Yeah. Of uh, technology and IT career and. You know, yeah, kind so of I've been all over the place. I, I, I always say I've sat on every side of the table when it comes to side. IT. I've been, I've, I just like about everybody else in this industry, I, I made my bones at the help desk level. Okay. Worked myself up through being SE project leader, um, doing internal IT, doing consulting, doing uh, running my own consulting company, uh, along with... Uh, you know, doing that pre-sales, uh, both with that company and with other companies. And, you know, here I've been uh, channel influencing for more than a decade now, I guess I'll say. So I've kind of been all over the place and, and even done a little project management in there, which was never my favorite thing. But, 
you know, yeah. somebody has to make yeah. sure the projects stay on track. I, I, so, I took a little of that in college knowing that, well, they're going to make me do it. <laughs> I should at least have some of the skill set, Right. But yeah, I did the same thing. I took a three yeah. course post. It, it didn't really count for credit, but it was like post post-secondary education, um, three course thing on project management, uh, at Penn state at the local campus here, that was fantastic. And I learned a ton in it and I used a fraction of what I learned cause I was never that deep. I wasn't going no. to be Mr. Six Sigma and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I learned I enough gonna, to keep things on the I wasn't going to sit for the PMI or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I was taught by a guy that helped launch like Mars rovers and a real engineer. And I'm like, I get That's, why you need all this. Yes. Cause you know, yeah. you got to convert metric to, you know, Imperial and all that. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why most people manage projects out of Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> everything right. else, that's about the, what they need for mo majority of them. But yeah, yeah. NASA, I think they're probably using something yeah. a little more sophisticated, I hope. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you mentioned that. Cause first time I went out of Gantt shark, people looked at me like, what the heck is this? I'm like, all right, Same. all right, all right. Yeah. I'll, really? I'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like amazing. I'm like, no, no. I actually uh, did get a Six Sigma, whatever the really basic like green belt or something. I can't remember. Yeah. I did do that class. I was working towards, this is when I was an enterprise architect, was working towards um, uh, PMP as well, right? Project management professional and yeah. um, and TOGAF, right? The architecture yeah. framework for enterprise architecture, things like that. Um, Real, real exciting at parties, Chris. Was. That all pushed me to <laughs> jump to sales. Yeah, yeah, really. I was going to say, I know how you ended up where you are. Now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm being a little facetious, but yeah, so it's interesting. Well, like I said, I did it. I can't say I enjoyed it. And it just reassured that I don't want to ever do that as a full-time career, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with figuring out that you don't want to do something just as much. Absolutely. That's just as important as figuring yeah. out what you do want to do. Yeah. yeah. And yeah I definitely things you get to, to extract from it, right, to kind of help you along the way, so. Oh, it definitely. I yeah, still yeah, use, I, yeah. I apply things out and that's, that's the key, right? Apply a little bit of everything you learned along the way to, to accomplish what you need to accomplish. I mean, heck there's things you use for that. If you're, you know, you know, redoing a room in your house, you know, yeah. it's like yeah. you basically yeah. do need to know how the steps of a project work. So, I mean, everything matters for that. Um, yeah, I can't say I've ever really worked anywhere where I didn't take something away. Either it's a, I got to remember and do that, or I got to remember to never do that again. You know, it yeah. works both ways. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's no, great I, advice. Or learn from your managers when they mess up, or other people around yeah. you don't do what they do. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. I'm very fortunate now. I'll I'll, I'll plug Ken, Chris's former manager, and my current. Oh, who, that's uh, right. Yeah, it's really yeah. great. Um, so shout out to Ken. He's uh, yeah, he's very fortunate. I tell him all the time when people ask me what kind of manager is, I say he shields us and takes a lot of arrows for us. Um, <laughs> he, but he does a really good job of of keeping the team together, and everybody loves being on his team. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, Ken's fantastic. And the other thing I'll say about, you know, Ken is he really wants to see you grow and he's there to help you do that. Not, mm -hmm. not try to hold you down, which I think a good leader should do. Um, and so, so yeah, shout out. To do Ken. I hear a next guest on the podcast is going to be, Ooh, there yeah, you go. I'm going to play this for Ken. Yeah, I'll, Ken, if you're I'll, out there. I'll butter him up for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show us how it's done. I'll negotiate the deal. Yeah, there you go. No, Erica, I like that you brought up the point about, hey, I found out, you know, that I didn't want to do that as a career. And yeah. uh, that's just as good as, you know, on to me, almost just as good as finding out what you do want to do as a career. Right. So Got which is a lot about what. Somehow, yeah. Yeah. Which is a lot about what our podcast is about. Right. Like, why did what 
why did we become SEs and how did we get here and and what along so where I'm kind of going with that is like what along your career was it early in your career was it later what started leading you to I assume you like your job as as an SE in channel yes, <laughs> yes, let's start yes. there and what led you to realize you know that this was good for you and, and you liked it it's it's interesting to look back because it really was a slow evolution and fun fact I actually my first major at college was a photography major, imaging science and photographic technology. So still technical, oh, but wow. still a lot of artistic stuff as well. And, and quite yeah, frankly, okay. it's kind of funny because oh. I think most of what they were teaching in those classes at RIT um, doesn't apply anymore because, or, or it does, but nobody's using it. It's like a photographic chemistry who's developing prints. Oh film. yeah. Yeah. I you learned know, all but, that. I learned all yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you know, <laughs> you know, the chemical reactions that are happening. It's like, that's great. Now it's all digital. Um, yeah. yeah, you can learn so, about that, I guess, but that's, I don't know, physical science. <laughs> it's a whole different <laughs> set. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and so it's, I, what I learned and the takeaway from that was after doing that for a couple of years that I, the love I had for it was being drained when it became necessary to do it, see it coming as a career and the amount of work you had to do to maintain that, um, you know, the level of work you had to do in the classes and for the major. And I wasn't loving it anymore. I actually didn't pick up a camera for several years after I uh, left oh, wow. that major. Yeah. Oh, really? So I'm back. I was, was going to ask that. Like, did you still incorporate it in your life? I assume you. I really have now. On. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I've got a ton of gear sitting behind me that I usually take places. There's actually this room doesn't have any of my stuff. This is all the stuff of the boys. It's it's the. Yeah. It's a family man cave, I guess. It has all the kids' sports stuff on it, except for the Eagles stuff you can see behind me. Yeah, uh, we're not going to talk about that today. Yeah. Oh yeah. Last podcast today. Last podcast, there was a lot of excitement. So you're going to get, optimism. Yeah. You're going to get yeah. the timelines. <laughs> it might it might be a little skewed, but yeah, you, you'll hear me happy and optimistic on one, and really salty uh, on another. But but yeah, so it's it took a while, and again, it became it's learning the difference between something you love. Yeah, I always say if you know if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Yeah. But sometimes having to do it for work can change your passion about it too, and you yeah. realize that it makes yeah. a better hobby, even a high end hobby. And I've done stuff that I've gotten paid for, but not making a living. It's like extra money enough to basically yeah. you make a few yeah. bucks and you buy a new lens. So you're lucky if you break even. Right, um, right, right. And fuel in the hobby. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. how most of this stuff it's works. Cool. But it's again, learning that that's not the direction to go. And I think that I ended up in technology, like I started realizing that that stuff did fascinate me. And then again, even at that age of like 2021, 20, looking and seeing that I've been tinkering with that kind of stuff my whole life. Always had some kind of computer, always trying to figure out better how it works. Always the guy that took stuff apart in the basement and couldn't quite get it back together. Right. Um, but always wanted to know how things work and get inside. And that's, that's the mind of an SE. What's going yeah. on under the hood. Yeah. Um, so the, the career path then started to make sense. So again, got my first job, uh, working help desk, started doing more and more advanced stuff in that. My second job, interestingly enough, was in what I'll call consulting in finger quotes. It was really, it felt more like, like a temp agency. This is what I did. And this, this may date me, but this was even old stuff for back then. Okay. I would, I spent months in a, in a regulated environment for the, an FDA regulated environment, changing IP addresses on VAC stations. Oh, oh each yeah. one had yeah. 19 pages of documentation you had to review cool. and initial as you were going through. So it took months 
we'll get we'll, we'll give a break here to let everybody pause, go look up yeah. what that means, and uh, <laughs> come. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 So way back, and that, like I said, that was old technology for the time. So at this yeah. point, it's like dinosaurs are calling that dinosaurs, but I'm sure that it's still out there in the wild somewhere too. Yeah, we had we had that. I I got into IT kind of after that was done, but, yeah. but it was there. It was still. I was to say, yeah, I was more of the window. So my next job um, was, and I did a little bit of networking stuff with that. But then I I really liked the idea of consulting for the idea that it was fresh every day. You were going a different place. You were doing a different thing. My next opportunity was more the traditional consulting. You think of project based, okay. new mail servers, new web servers, desktop refreshes, things like that. That that's where I really got a lot of the interest in what I did and learned a ton because it was kind of like, we need you to know how to do this. Awesome. Okay. By Monday. Well, I guess yeah. I know what I'm doing this yeah. weekend. Yeah. 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 And that was, there was not all this stuff on the internet. Yeah. It was internet. I'm not that ancient, but it was, uh, there was not as much out there to do the research. So you're doing a lot of things and yeah. a lot, a lot of, I don't want to say winging it, but educated winging it. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Cause I, yeah. Zane and I have said Which that a lot. Lends I, itself to SE too, right? We can get back yeah. to that, but that's anyway. Yeah, <laughs> we um, we've seen that a lot with guests on our show. That uh, what do I say? Like yes, men or other duties as assigned, right? Yeah. Taking on some of those tasks, like you were just talking about, and it wasn't necessarily Google and those things back then. And you take those no. on, and they help you grow. And um, and you yeah, say yes a lot back then too. I assume. Yeah. I was a younger man when I started in IT and you're like, of course I'll do that. Of course I'll do that. And yeah. I remember eventually one, you realize you got to start saying no. <laughs> I, I did a, I did a sale once. And again, at this job, I got my first chance of being a pre-sales SE. Um, Cause oh, I was a subject for the consulting. matter expert for that for, consulting. Company. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. So they were like, you're the subject matter expert on certain things. We'll take you in, you know, and I was, you know, had the personality to talk in front of people. I know it's shocking. I, I talk. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, I know the I ever shut up. That's, that's the number one skill. I think everybody kind of like, I could do tech, but I could also speak to a person. Yes. And, and I actually yeah. prefer that than sitting in a basement. Front office versus back office. S- we'll say. S- you born. need to know yeah. stuff, but the, the people skills matter. Yeah. But on the, this was one of those deals where we sat there and I sold the whole thing. I, I can't remember what the project was, but it was something that was brand new. Like it had not been out long. We hadn't sold it before, but I, I did a great job. I understood what I was talking about. We walk out to the parking lot and the sales guy goes, have you ever done this before? I go, no, but I will have by the time that they, uh, that they, that we start their project. (laughs) (laughs) If they sign, I'll go learn it. (laughs) Exactly. And that's what it was. And that's part of what it is, is knowing, knowing what needs to be done, taking the time to learn it so you can do it successfully. And you have to love doing that to spend those extra hours. Yeah. And when you're young, that's some of the most fun stuff you can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that, you know, as you get older, there's more things, family, adulthood start yeah. to uh, chip in on that time, which I'm not saying trade in family and being a social adult for for learning more IT stuff. I'm definitely not saying that. It's but just you just time management, you start learning time young. management and balance. Yeah. 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 You're a sponge when you're young. Everything is new. Everything's exciting. Um but we're still learning. It's kind of funny. I thought back in the mid 2000s when I was doing, when I had my own company, I was still having to do certs to hold certs. Like we had a few people working mm. for us. And it's kind of like in order to be a partner of somebody, you have to have, you know, XYZ cert. I was still the guy that was taking some of those. 
I thought after after I wrapped up that company that I was done taking certs forever. I think I hold more now than I did in like yeah. <laughs> well, I that's true. And, and in your role, and I know I kind of get into that as a partner, yeah, SE or I'm not sure what it's actually called there, but a technical uh, anymore? partner manager, which okay, is still a that. fancy okay. title for channel SE. I yeah, channel SE. Externally, I call myself whatever I want. I'm just an SE. Well, when I was at Veeam, I used to say. <laughs> We're all channel issues, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> we work for the channel, but exactly. I get the distinction. But you you, you have to interface with those that have to hold the certs to be mm-hmm. kind of involved with you too. So so you've been on both sides, as you say. Yeah. You understand what it's like to have to take them. And, you know, yeah, now, I've had to assign them out. Them. I've been yeah. an internal IT manager too. So when I say I've done everything, I've managed 20-some people at, at larger companies. At one point, I, I always get this wrong, but I'll, I'll get it close. I managed people on in three country in three countries on two continents and five cities or something like that was the wow. IT staff that cool. I managed. Wow. There was one hour a day we could have a staff meeting with everybody in the office. I mean, <laughs> it's always you're second. asking that what's like this month it's your turn to come in early for the meeting, or next month it's your turn to stay late for the meeting. Yeah. But uh again, you learn it's about people interfacing again and, and yeah. building I brought the same concepts to that internal IT as I did to the consulting, that these are the customers and trying to build the best experience you can for them. Yeah, on that, that, really, on, it doesn't matter whether you're somebody's an external person paying you or that's your job. That's really how you should be approaching every one yeah. of your jobs. Yeah, yeah. yeah well actually, I wanted to go on that uh, people skills or we'll call them soft skills mm-hmm. uh, topic. I want to go back to something you said, kind of taking us back a bit. At the beginning, uh, I believe it was in your 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 major where you said there was a lot of technical because it was like technical photography yes. right so there was a lot of technical but there was a lot of the artistic side right yes so you said art but plus technical you kind of started mixing them back then really where i'm going with the question is do you think having that art the artistic pieces you learned there help you with those soft skills or communication skills and and that, the reason i'm asking is i see a lot of people these are kind of um, specialized roles, right? You guys have both said it. You need to be technical, but you have to have people skills as well. And so I see the two sides a lot. Like a lot of people come from a more technical background, which I, I kind of had. And then you have to learn soft skills. Uh, you know, that's tougher. Yeah. Or you come from a, you know, communication and you got to learn technical skills. So just your thoughts on that. Like, did it help you with that? Did you, were you just great at both of those anyway? Did you have to grow one more than the other? I was never, yes, I had to grow, I, I, my thoughts, I had to grow the, it was confidence thing. It wasn't that I might like within my friend set, I never had a problems talking in large groups or whatever, but I had to grow the confidence. And that again is knowing what you're talking about. Um, I think it gets easier as you get older to talk in front of people because you just, you lose your ability to give a crap as you get older. Um, Oh no, they don't like me. I'll never know see these people again. Um, yeah, (laughs) but I think when you're younger, knowing your craft, being confident about that definitely helps you to have better people skills. When I hired people, when I had those IT departments and I had my own company, I would hire, especially on the IT departments, I would hire on personality and people skills more so than the um, the hard skills, the IT skills, because that's teachable. So if right. I had somebody, especially hiring at the help desk mm-hmm. level, I would yeah. rather have somebody who maybe has done like, you know, maybe they have a little background. Maybe they did some, they're a tinkerer. They've done yeah. maybe some of the, the ITIL stuff on their own or the A plus certs or something or like something, that. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. That they've shown interest in it, but they have a great personality where you sit there and have a nice conversation with them because those are the people that are going to put the end users at ease when they call in. They're not just going to sound like a, a, a robot yeah. or yeah. frustrate them because they can't understand why you're not getting it. Um, which is the worst thing you can do is then be condescending and talk down and not even know you're being condescending and talking down to the people. Yeah. No, that's a, that's the skill you have to learn. You're like, I don't understand why you're annoyed. I'm just asking questions. I yeah. still answer. But they're already in that frustrated I, level, right? Yeah. yeah, I still yeah good side, bedside manner. Bedside manner. Good that's bedside manner. Yeah. Hello, yeah. hello, IT. Have you turned it on and off again? Still yeah. How I, I still answer. Yeah. <laughs> do you? You learned everything you know from the IT crowd? Yep. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's a... Good point, right? It's uh, I, I worked for a director. Well, he was like a regional director. Anyway, he's, he was talking about how he managed it. He goes, oh, yeah, uh, that guy, he runs my help desk for the executives because he just he just knows how to talk to them. He gets it. He knows they're all going to come to him mm-hmm. with, I don't know why my phone doesn't turn on. And he just has to go like, oh, absolutely. You know, he just, a personal skill that he can't had. Can't make the first person feel yeah. stupid, especially yeah. not the executive. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so pick right. <laughs> I, did, I did the same thing the last place I managed. Guy came in, I'm like, you're my help desk guy. First of all, he was kind of a, he was an intimidating guy, but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a pushover. Yeah. And then he had a great voice. I'm like, everybody's going to love you and you're going to go out and do the desktop <laughs> stuff. And then I'm going to come yeah, out and say, how's my, how's my team doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I get that. that. And that's, yeah, that's the same thing. I mean, that, 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 that job I started as an SE and got into management. And like I said, I've managed a few different times and I've really realized that's not what I love. I'm actually doing what I enjoy the most looking back over my career right now. And that's channel SE because it is that mix of technical and the social pieces of it as well. I don't mind standing in front of a group. I don't mind going out and, you know, grabbing lunch with people. I I don't mind them asking me questions. I think it's a nice mix, even more so than the traditional SE role. Um, I got involved with more channel stuff when I worked for a a, uh, regional uh, cloud service provider uh, in my area, and they had a lot of um, companies that that signed up to resell their products. So a lot of what I did was training and education and helping them with quotes and doing their basically being their pre-sales arm. I'd get on the phone with their customers to help explain what we're doing, but at the same time educating them. Did the same thing for a while at Microsoft as well. Then I did a little more SE work, and now I'm back in channel. I've realized this this is where it's at for me anyway. Yeah. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I, but I enjoy it for every, for everything I said, it's social, it's technical. I get to, I get to do everything that I enjoy. You get a little relationship management in there as well as my management. Yep. That's not a nice way to say it. You get to have relationships yes. across the board. Let's just say, yeah, management makes it sound so, so clinical. No, but, you get, it, it, but it does. PMP I over mean, here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's really nice to have that, to establish those relationships. It's not yeah. a one and done. I have those long-term relationships with folks at these partners. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like, uh, I mean, I I know, I think we we skipped a little of your journey there, but um, like, I'd like to poke into that a little bit, just because I think that's a great thing for, for our listeners as well. Like, Hey, maybe I want to be an SE, but maybe I'd rather do the channel stuff. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you touched on a little bit and, and, you know, without that, you have, do you, do you think you have to be an SE first? Yeah. I want to hear, you know, what you, what you like better and kind of compare and contrast if it doesn't put you in an uncomfortable situation. No, that's, that would be great. No. And having done all of it, I think, well, I think for channel SE, I think you're some of all your experiences. I mean, that's, that's not true anywhere, but I think really when it comes to this, because you need to be able to have those technical experiences. I don't think I could come into a channel SE role 
as like I would need to be a technical person. I think if there's and there's some folks in sales that I know that are pretty technical that could probably make the the changeover easier than others. But you can't come in. It's a weird mix. It's a unique person that can do it because you do need that technical. You do need that social. And only one of them can really be taught. Um, but it's not also typically channel SE is not an entry level job where you have time to ramp up. Right. But if you're one of those technical people, I think that you could pick it. If you're, if you're a, if you're a techie who's in sales, I think you could certainly do it. If you're a, and if you're a technical person and have the personality, you could do it. If you don't have the personality in all likelihood, you're not interested in doing this anyway. You want to keep on the keyboard. I mean, at this point in my career, I say I'm more whiteboard than keyboard. I'm going to draw out the design and concept. If I'm, if I'm, you know, elbow up to my elbows in your systems, you're already screwed. I shouldn't not have that access to your <laughs> environments anymore. <laughs> do that. Yeah. That's a, so, that's a big thing, right? I remember when I became SE, it was a lot less of, Hey, you want to just remote? I'm like, Nope, I'm going to walk you through it and yeah. not going to touch your stuff. And Don't uh, want my fingerprints on your yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'll for your break. benefit. That's what I have my lab for. <laughs> Because I can exactly that's literally what I was doing today. I was upgrading my lab to uh, well, V12, which just came out this week. So oh, now you know yeah. what timing we did uh, this recording for. But uh, right. yeah, that's what I was spending my time while I was on phone calls again, multitasking, another thing you got to be able to do to do these roles. So I'm on, you know, team calls while I'm in the background typing commands and doing stuff and looking <laughs> things up. And so, but that's part of the beauty of it. I think if I was doing one thing, and that's something. I think that I see, and that's why I got into the consulting and the SE stuff in the first place is it's different every day. I did this show up at a job for five years and do the same job. Part of the reason I loved that was for most of that five years, the company was growing and we were changing things. So I was doing all these projects. Then all of a sudden it got to steady state and I was like, this isn't this fun. I don't enjoy maintaining steady state as much as I do building and growing. Totally agree. Yeah. And you get to do that as as an SE out there. And the, uh, with sales or channel or consulting even. Yeah. Which, yeah, I was going to say, again, probably take it away from what Chris wanted to talk about, but <laughs> that's kind of why maybe you like channel, right? You are building, I mean, you could build a business as an SE too, but you're kind of part of the team, but you, I'm going to put words in your mouth. I think you're kind of building a business in your region, in your territory mm-hmm. that, you know, it's theme centric in your case, but, um, and, but it's all aspects, the relationship, the, Technical enablement, uh, yes, the sales there's, team there's that, that to rely on yeah. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that could be probably why it's appealing. If I had to absolutely, guess. and especially with with somebody like Ken, because he's somebody from day one. He said, "Your territory is your business. You run it how you like." There's the here's the guidelines, and you know you yeah. have targets and goals, but how you get there is really your design. Because what works in I'm in the Northeast, what works in the Northeast may not work in the Southwest. Yeah. Do we all share ideas and find common things that do work? Absolutely. But everybody's different. And that's why we don't have somebody from New York City representing uh, Denver, Colorado. I've seen how yeah. that can go. I was going to say this California boy walking into Philly might take some. Although I do like the choice <laughs> of shirt today. If you know, Oh, call yeah. That out. I did yeah. see that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Big, yeah. So I... Uh... Yeah, anyway, I put a lot of hip-hop shirts on here. I love my, it. My Illadelph, big Roots fan. Yep. So, yeah, actually. Love it. Yeah. I'm going to say I did that on purpose for you. I was going to. I'll take that as you did. I did. Special I did. for me. It is my newest one. <laughs> um, I do like it. Yeah, there you go. That's how I get around. Huh? That's what you're saying. If you show up, just wear that. And 
Ah, exactly. But uh, but no, that's that's a good point. Um, and actually, I hadn't thought about it till right now. But I was told that too as an SE. You know, I was an SE before I came over to Pure, and you can listen to our last episode if you want to know what Chris and I do now. Um, that it was kind of like a franchise as the SE. But I'm thinking about it from a channel perspective. Maybe I'm wrong. You're more like the franchise. Kind of because you you service the sales teams inside of it in yes. this greater business. It really is. It really it really could be looked at as the business, the full business at the channel side. Yeah, and it's, I have a lot I, more respect for I you, Chris. That. I know what we did over there, man. I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't even look at it like that. <laughs> I know. I apologize. Ch- channel gets no love. Podcast. You're not getting anywhere without us, but channel gets no love. No, we no, they all ran well me. Out. They all ran me out. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what do you so channel cool. guys? What do you guys channel guys do? I know. No, I thought there's an interesting distinction you know, for those out there. We haven't had a no, channel person on yet. Well, we've had Chris, but we don't. We've never interviewed somebody that former kind of, channel, former yeah, channel. Yeah. yeah, he gave up. No, no, stuff. and this is why it's that's yeah, why you yeah. know exactly why I wanted to dig into it, and you see that the differences and people out there yeah. listening, you kind of hear hear what direction they want to go. And and that's the beautiful thing is it, you know that's the beautiful thing about this whole industry there's so many directions you could go yeah uh, you know what what you could put 20 people in a room each of them say i'm an se and they're all doing something different at a different level for a different company the industry you're in matters whatever vertical can change how you do that as well yep. there's so many different ways you could do that good point verticals verticals yeah and you cross verticals right am i wrong you yes don't, you, don't, you don't have yeah. an enterprise you kind of do it more I, by uh yeah. um uh, partner type than say vertical. Yeah. Fed's the only one that we really don't touch in, but other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm across, across ways and, and fed I'm okay. Not touching. Cause there's so many regulations and everything. I just talk about having to keep up on things. I'm always impressed with people that can keep up on all that. Yeah. We have, yeah. we have dedicated on our side as well. And uh, you have to, I've, I've had them do crossover cause there's some commercial, I do commercial that, you know, that interface with government and I bring that guy on, the acronyms start flying. And I look yeah. like I couldn't even manage this conversation if I wanted to. Like, text in there. It's, <laughs> it's less tech. It's more about I understand these three letters need to interface with these three letters than this three yes. letter. <laughs> it's all these parameters <laughs> yeah. now that you never have to deal with in, in totally different. outside yeah. of Fed. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. So and it, those of you out there that are Fed space. Out. Yeah. God bless that, you. Personality, yeah. even that, those accreditations might actually get you a fed job a lot easier in yeah. the SE space. Uh, background clearances and the ability to go through the alphabet soup. Very true. Yep. Very true. Yeah. And that's so again, yeah, it's a, it, you know, SE is what you define it. And the, the beauty is that your career steps can help to define it. I've done so many different things for a while. I was network for a while. I was servers. Now I'm, then I was, uh, I was an SE for a, uh, disaster recovery company, not Veeam, for a while as well. And you become the sum of all those parts. So it was an easy, all those different things that I did turned out to be a very easy transition to being at Veeam, being a channel SE, because again, I use those experiences to help, you know, tell the story of Veeam. Yeah, I was actually going to say that earlier. Now, I don't remember. We've moved on a little bit. You were talking about Crystal what do you like to channel? channel and, and communications. And I was going to say, I think stories are still bringing stories are really important to the channel. I think yes. it's important everywhere. Like, you know, we talk about stories because honestly, if you're going to talk about a product with someone, they want to hear that it worked for someone else anyway. Mm-hmm. So stories are big, but channel, especially, right? Cause you're saying, Hey, here's how cool the product is. You're like, 
cool. How are people actually using this? Show me some anecdotes. Show me yes. some real world wins where I can feel confident in helping my customers with this solution. That is so true. Now, I, th I think it just becomes more true all the time because I feel that over the last several years, the conversation has moved away from features, as we call speeds and feeds, and away from the nerd knobs and more into the how is it working for them. Um, I think everything, selling everything is that way. If you look at an, a, either a print ad or even a, a TV ad from 30, 40 years ago, they're talking about, like even on like a car ad, they're talking about things like the engine displacement and the horsepower and, you know, what kind of transmission it has in the ad. Now Subaru's selling on love. You know, it's like, it's such a transition <laughs> and that's real, but that, that's how everything's going. And you need to feel good about what you're doing. And that even translates into selling software. I have to feel confident and good that it's going to do it. And even, and everybody's got the same five nerd knobs now. I mean, there's becoming more and more feature parity. So you better have something better. And that's telling that six success story to, uh, to your partners who can then share their own, be like, Oh, that reminds me of that time. And again, borrow stories. Don't, you know. It doesn't have to happen to you firsthand. That's why case studies are awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's, yeah, 100%. And I think that's why relationships are even so important, right? If, if, yeah. if, if you know, all technologies on an evil, even playing field, who are they going to pick? The, you know, the person that they feel is their most, they trust the most, the person that's going to be there if they do have an issue, right? Those types of things, someone they know they can ask questions to. Very true. Very true. And that's, and it makes it again, and it's tough because it's it's rare that you see, and we have them. But usually, when you get into the channel, I've noticed most folks have a few more gray whiskers on them. Um, <laughs> at least you know. Well, you know, some high. This all this all happened during my channel days. Well, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I was, I just had dark hair, and I we both yeah. cut our beards back a little bit. They were way longer yeah. than COVID yeah, that's time. True. <laughs> Very impressive. But the, um, but it, but it's, it's, I think, cause you have to have those experiences and those stories. You can understand how the product works, but it, it's like, you have to have a couple of those battle scars to be able to share and get the credibility with the folks on the other side of the table, um, yeah. that comes with time. But that's why being an SE and then getting into channel, I think works because all those experiences matter. I can tell stories about something happened 20 years ago and put it into the terms of something that matters to somebody today. Or at the very least, if I tell the story, they go, this guy gets it. He's been there. Even if it's old products, you know, sometimes you say something about the old products and you just sound like, shut up, old man. You know, <laughs> just get out of here. Um, yeah, yeah. So you have that sometimes too. Uh, there's my dog in the background chasing her tail. Oh, that's fantastic. Free, mine's mine's past free entertainment. You can't hear yours. <laughs> That's why I have headphones on. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> you can anarchy here. Um, I, to that point, I was going to say, and sometimes, you know, you make a connection or a relationship with someone just because you've experienced the same thing. Like, yes. Oh, I ran into that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now you're that guy that had that same thing. And now when you need to have that next conversation, it, it's all about relationship. I'm still running it. I literally... The other day, got introduced to a marketing person at a customer, at a partner that I'm going to start covering that I don't have any prior relationship with. They're not even in my, yet they're, mm -hmm. they're two hours from my house. So I've never really, I, but I, but a name came up on the email and I was like, is this the same person that used to work at Citrix back in the 90s? 
Yes, it is. How have you been? All of a sudden, now it's like, okay, boom, we're good. We're good. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Wow. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, this is a very small industry, too. I mean, as big as it is and the, the millions of people that are doing it, but it's a small world when it comes down to it. Yes. I mean, yes. You're pulling up names from from forever ago. The, the longer you're in it, the more names you have in your in your phone and the more of them you remember. So it's it's even more so, I think, now with everything being digital, LinkedIn and everything. Yeah, more and more people that you know somehow. Yeah, that's oh, another we're thing. attached this way. Or, no, I was at a partner event the other day and met a guy. He's like, "Oh, you guys are pure. Do you know this guy?" Like, "Yeah, I used to work with him there." Like, we just had a twenty-minute yeah. conversation about all of the ecosystem we knew around. Yeah, he's at our company now. No way. Like, yeah, yeah. Just walk down the list. Uh, that's great. It's another thing I like about um, you know being over here, being an SE or whatever. You know, I was joking with Zane last time. I had to look it up. Um, this LinkedIn article I saw where they have 45 titles for SE, right? They're all this, it's all the same job, but it's 45. Yeah. Titles. I don't agree with all of them, but to your point, we could call ourselves a bunch of different things. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think that's where I was going is one of the greatest things is on this side, we do compete. There's, there's products we compete with and stuff, but yet build relationships with everyone. Right. Like oh, we, yeah. we can still all build camaraderie on the fact that we're SEs of some sort. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, you know, dislike someone because they're selling a product, to, you know, against me or whatever. We, we can still be, have a relationship and a friendship compete, but you know, maybe someday down the road, we need yeah. that relationship. Right. Well, that with that person. And, and first off, nobody stays at a job forever anymore. So you never know when you'll be coworkers. And we're all people. And it, it's a, it's the number one sales lesson as well is separate the product from the person. And that works both ways. If you're selling, don't take it personally when they say no, unless they come up to you and say, I don't want to buy from you and your shirt's ugly and you should really not wear your hair that way. You shouldn't take <laughs> yeah. it personally. Yeah, exactly. But that might be a personal. That might be a little personal. If they said that, I'd really wonder how I got to that point with them. But <laughs> like, wow, right? But it, you could really have that. So it's it's again separating that, and it's like we're just people, and that's I exact same way. You know, I go to these events and I I talk to the competition just as much because guess what? They're just people. Yeah, and yeah. they've worked some cases. We've ended up maybe never worked at the same time at those places, but we've worked the same places. And it's one yeah. of those. Hey, yeah, I wasn't when you were there. What what kind of thing? Here's the re- here's what's going on. When I was there, and like, oh yeah, it's totally different. You know. Um, but it's really, it's just knowing people. Yeah. It's not like I'm going over and giving away trade secrets and nor are they. Yeah, like yeah, just talking about opportunities people in the same industry. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely true. Yeah, we, have, we yeah. Chris and I have a friend who's, um, well, he's been on the podcast. Anyway, he's been at, kind of at a different company than ours. And then he was at one we kind of worked with. And now he's at one that I guess we don't really compete with, but is owned by a competitor, <laughs> you know, like uh, so things moved around, but yeah, it's always been great. I just talked to him today. Right. I can actually ask him questions about his product and he'll tell me, right. Hey, yeah, that's how we work. Yeah. Um, well, that's why you should have those recommended for jobs later too. Right. Cause right. I have a job coming out there. I like them. I'm going to say, Hey, I know the right guy. I'm going to go take them from that other place. I'm that's a really good point. I have, us. I have not gotten a job cold without knowing somebody at a company since the nineties. Yeah, that's an important. Because I aspect. either knew somebody who said who was saying to their HR, "We got to get this guy in," or they're calling me and saying, "This place is awesome. You got to get in here." Yeah. Um, yeah, and that that has really even places like like when I worked at Microsoft, they reached out to me, but then I got in there, and the 
first two people I saw, I knew. And so I immediately had a good word put in for me. So yep. it's really nice. Like, and, oh, you're applying? Let me go tell somebody. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, Let me cool, tell them. You know, yeah. So it, again, it, you never know when knowing somebody ends up That's, paying off. I would say your best jobs. And I was told that in a college course once, like, oh, there's, there's, there's the posted jobs and then there's the jobs that aren't posted or get posted, but they're not really mm-hmm. posted, meaning – you're not finding them in a posting. Yeah. You're finding them because you're going to know somebody and that's when you get the jobs that you really want. And I think you're right. In some of these cases, I would have never even known about it if I didn't know yeah. somebody there. Uh, case in point, honestly, is the job I have right now. I was called right up and said, hey, I remember you know working with you on some things. There's a job here that I think you'd be awesome for. Are you interested? And timing was right. Nice. Yeah. Four okay. years and change later, here I am. You're not going to tell us who recruited you over there. I'm just kidding. You don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 um, I mean, I think that's spot on. Cause I mean, I can't predict the future, but I've said before, I don't think I'd get another job without at this point in my career, probably all any job I would get would be because I know somebody. Right? I think it has to be the way things work now because you can get millions of, of applicants through online things. Now it's not like before where you had to, yeah. Find the job. I mean, God, let's, let's, let me just date my, I'm not as old as like the stories I keep saying, I swear <laughs> to God. but swear. like finding the job in the paper and <laughs> yes. mailing in your resume and uh, a person scanning it. Now it's, it's all digital. It's digitally scanned. If you don't have the right keywords, then you're not going to get, it. I mean, I can't tell you how many things I get emails for that are the wrongest job I could ever get, but I had one keyword <laughs> in there that must've picked it off. Yeah. I caught it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's so a it's, paper? Yeah, so it's a whole different world. To to, to how it's do you not, differentiate yourself in a in a pool of thousands for a job? It's the other side too. I don't know. And it's kind of maybe off topic, but recruiters. I get so much recruitment, and it's not related to really anything I do. <laughs> if it's just like, yeah. oh, your title's this. So even the other side is just keywords getting thrown oh, at yeah. each other and sifting through that, especially if you're out there job hunting. So yeah, having that network. Um, or, Hey, I saw a thing, man, you work over there. What do you think? And they're like, Oh yeah, you should come over here. Let me know who you're interviewing with. I'll, I'll find out who the manager is. Exactly. And I do that for people here at beam too, all the time. I have people reach out and say, you like it there? Yeah, I do. Think I'd like it there. I think so. What are you looking for? And then they like, let me know who you're talking to. I'll, I'll put in a good word. Yep. Unfortunately, none of those people have gotten hired. So maybe my good word isn't all that good (laughs) (laughs) to think about that. I've had a few of those two where they're rejected. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll put it a good word. You may not one, want it. <laughs> one or two more. I'm taking it personally. If this happens yeah. one or two more times, I'm, I'm going to start taking it personally. <laughs> That's when you take it personal. Yeah. I'm going to have to talk with somebody. But look. Is it me? I put in a good word for you, but you better have a backup plan. Yeah. 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 You got, it's, it's like having a safe school. You're going to want to apply with several yeah. people. Exactly. Yeah. I'd go more along that line. Yeah. So I'll be your third right. choice. Eric, have you been lucky enough to be in the same role the whole time in your current job? Or I have, you? yes. Um, and I'm happy about that. I, there were times where yeah. I thought about making a change, and I'm glad I didn't. Because, you know, there's always times. Every job has some things that frustrate you. And what it comes yeah. down to is the things that frustrate me, I can either work with and fix, which I have with many of them, or is it really enough to make me want to do that upheaval? Because I do like what I'm doing. Right. You know, uh, I like 
I don't even want to call it the routine because I've done, I did like 12 different things today. I don't even, it's funny. I get to the point sometimes where I'm like, I started 12 things. What did I finish? Nothing. I better focus on finishing. (laughs) Um, That happens a lot. Yeah. Success ratio. So I've gotten to try and experiment with things that I don't know if I would with a lot of other roles. Like for example, the podcast, um, our hands-on lab program, I'm, I'm, you know, one of the founders of that because our need arose through a partner. Yeah. And I don't know, depending on which, and I also, you know, nothing against other managers, but I also enjoy working for Ken because I don't feel like I work for Ken. I feel like I work with Ken. And I think that's a huge thing as well. It's a big difference. Yeah. 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 That we're all part of the same team and, uh, you know, and that he's got our back. I'm not saying that another manager wouldn't be that way, but it's, it's, there's a lot of value in having that knowledge and, and I like what I do. So where, what am yeah. I going to change to? And like I said, I enjoy, yeah. like I said, I enjoy work and channel and it's working out well for me. I've, I've made myself a nice little career here at Beam. So why, why, why yeah. upset the apple cart? Yeah, that's fantastic. Actually, you know, I was thinking, you know, you've mentioned kind of liking change or not. It's interesting because I like change. I like having mm-hmm. a routine, <laughs> um, yeah. but I like, I like change, right? <laughs> so to your point, I don't like Having changing the same routine? routine? Yeah, yes. changing routine. I don't like having the same thing every day, right? That's why yeah. moving out you know, uh, of IT or in a cubicle, um, stuff I, I love for a long time, and then realize, hey, I, I do want things to be a little more dynamic. And some people don't. They just they love their routine and, and do that. But um, so I was going to say, while I like change, and a lot of us, we probably all do here on this on this call, is why why we're over here. Yeah. One of the things about that, though, is with sales companies in a sales org, there can be a lot of change sometimes, right? Yeah. And yearly, there can be change, right? So you may be told, hey, your job changed a little bit. So I'm actually, I was asking you more from a, that that's kind of, that's beneficial and somewhat a little bit lucky that you've been able to stick with the same the same role, right? And it hasn't had to change. Yeah. On and you. it's oh, bringing it me also stuff didn't change on you, is what you're saying. Yeah. Not drastically. Yeah. But I, right. maybe change isn't the right word. Maybe variety is the right word. There you go. I get to do a variety of things. And those things, there's new things in there. You know, things that I did, <laughs> heck, after 2020, the way everybody did their job is different. But that's where doing things like videos, like I, I do a lot more multimedia stuff now, do a lot more trying to do at scale. Whereas before, I, I always joked I was going to get like, you know, tour shirts made up for hitting, you know, 12, <laughs> 12 offices in three days in, in five different cities or something like that. Now it's okay. It's a lot of virtual stuff. It's switched to what can I do? How can I use multimedia to my advantage? How can I do things at scale with video and with the podcast and, and things like that and still get the message out there, maybe reach even more people. Um, and there's nothing cooler than me putting out some of those videos I do on LinkedIn and then having somebody direct message me on LinkedIn from the Philippines asking me a question. It's like, okay, wow. I, I guess I've gotten some reach here. Oh, yes. A little, little yes. outside of my territory, but I'm still happy to have the communication <laughs> yeah. and talk to the person. Yeah. Because um, that, that just shows that it's it's having an effect. Good feedback that, too, right? You know, that's that's yeah. a hidden, great hidden, point. Hidden Zane and I have gotten a few emails just on this. You know, this is not a yeah. business podcast. This is a personal Try to help the community out there understand what it means to come be an SE. And we've gotten a few emails. It's like, hey, guys, I want to tell you, we, you know, I really enjoyed that. And I think it's great what you're doing. 
yeah. you know, for the community to try to understand this. And we're like, oh, wow. Yeah, we just got not, only did, not only did some one person at least listen, they kind yeah. of liked it. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like do more of them, please. Could you maybe do them more consistently would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's the biggest <laughs> trick. So when I started, it's a couple things. Um, I'll tell you about this. Well, so when I started, I was told most podcasts don't make it to their sixth episode. And mm. I, it's a single digit percentage that makes it to the 25th. If you make it to the 25th, you've made it because now you have a back catalog. Okay. So if that you get new listeners, listen. then they'll go back they, and listen. They to got time things. to go through. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So maybe but you don't you, want anybody to listen until 25. Good strategy. <laughs> yeah. I like it. <laughs> I'm not saying that either, but consistency does matter. And I got yeah. a little slack last year in the second half and I'm trying to get back on my once a month. Um, I think that's realistic given that this is nobody's full-time job. Um, to go out and find guests and, and prepare. And, and I, I, I found that this, the weekly videos that I do and a lot of that kind of stuff, do something that makes you a little uncomfortable. It gets you to grow. And this is not, it is not my nature to call up somebody that I may not know that well. Like it's different with you guys. I know you and, and literally we've been talking about putting this together forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> Literally, I, you know, to call somebody you don't necessarily know, even at your own company and say, Hey, I'd love to have you on for 30, 40 minutes yeah. to discuss this. It's, and again, it's, it's kind of like that selling thing, but now I'm selling something and it's like, Oh, they're not going to have the time. Why are they going to want to do this? Yeah. And then finding out they're excited. So while it's uncomfortable, the reward is huge. Zane and I are working on that. Great. Yeah. Point. Yeah. It's no, true. It's I, I've, I've gotten some point. people I know that are very much like, well, I don't know that I could be on the podcast. I'm like, you we're quite literally just having a conversation about you. Yeah. It's the easiest dumb thing. Now, if you're saying I don't want to be on your podcast, I get it. <laughs> let's yeah, not yeah, make yeah. it about the stakes are low here. Let's let's be honest. But, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, but we have had a couple. But of I, I get it though. It's a little uncomfortable. Like, I don't know, you want to be on my little podcast? Maybe, maybe two people are gonna listen to you. I've I've only yeah. had one person decline and I was fine with it because I just you know, I was like, Okay, I get it. Like you said, sure. most folks I'm like, Hey, I'd love to have you on and this is what I'd like to talk about a little bit. I'm in. And and you'll see that over the next few months of mine. Yeah. But you gotta ask. And there's yeah. there's discomfort in that ask sometimes. Um, but I think that and that doing that thing that makes you a little bit uncomfortable, stretching it it's something like that, stretching your skills, um, yeah. learning something new. I mean, this old dog's still learning new stuff because guess what? Anything I knew 10 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever it is, it all influences what I do today. But the actual technical skills that I had are pretty useless. Yes. <laughs> nobody's that, nobody's that installing NT351 today. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't done any new Win95 deployments. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a lot of that. There's, there's no, uh, yeah. I, I taught adjunct college for a little bit and I caught networking and that was my approach. I said, look, I can show you how to use this Windows. And you're going to graduate, and it's going to be Windows. I don't know, or yeah. <laughs> I can teach you the fundamentals and how to find the information and how to think about these things, mm -hmm. and then you can just go be successful because you're going to be learning tech. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For that exact Methodology is, is so much better than step yeah. by step. Like that's what we're doing here, and we did it exponential. You know, we did it through learning. Yeah, uh, they got hacked and things, and you got to feel the pain and you know change services. But, um, <laughs> but no, that's that's a key part. I, I think we might have brought this up in the podcast again but i think it's very very important key part to to get yeah. anyway and i use you know usually if people are like what's you know what's the takeaway it's never stop learning yeah and yeah. i don't care and that's your business life your professional life and your personal life always pick up something new and different there's always something even if it just means that you're reading 
some different news articles. One of my favorite things is because of all whatever with my kids and everything, we have the subscription to Apple News. I'm just scrolling okay. through and reading random stuff. So I'm learning something new, maybe not a ton and maybe not all of it's useful, but yeah. it, it's interesting. And maybe if it is interesting, I go find something else to read about it. Right. Or like I said, I've got all these guitars around here. I played when I was a kid. I was never that good, but I'm like, I picked it up again. Now, if the kids are older, I've got evenings and weekends. They they exist after kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, rushing to hockey games or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Which I'm sure you yeah, loved. But I, I did. And it's yeah. time for the next thing. And so it's yeah. like you're, you're learning new things. How do you keep learning, keep yourself in? Because as long as the brain's working, you're going to be alive. You're going to keep, yeah. keep yourself alive yeah. and going. I love that point. That's a good point. And putting the learning in. I don't know. You just made me think of this. My daughter plays softball and traveling. I'm in that. I go and watch the coach coach her. Okay. And I pick up on how he's doing it and the skill set he's learning. And I'm learning. Like, first of all, I want to be able to reinforce. She doesn't want me to coach her. And I, you know, this guy's been doing coaching for 30 years, played baseball in college. (laughs) Um, Did the coach coach the boys team at the high school, you know, the whole thing. But it's also that interaction, and I guess my point is you can draw that back to your work, right? Like how he's relating to this this person. Yes. I've seen him grow because he used to teach, he used to coach boys, and now these are this is a girls' team, and it's just a different dynamic. You can't and, scream at them the same way. Yeah, Again, and going like, back oh, to the take. So you get these skills. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I'm learning from that too. Like, wow, that's an interesting approach. I see how he's doing that, and I can take that back into yeah. life, right? And you could actually apply that. But anyway. Well, I used to, I used to coach, I I outgrew my kids' capabilities when, with coaching. And by the time they were not even 10, Right. but (laughs) but I used to tell the parents at the meeting, it's like, you're going to hear me raise my voice. I'm not yelling at your kids. Yeah. I'm yelling to them because we all know they're distracted. They're nine year old, eight year old kids. Yeah. I need to get my voice above them. So you're going to hear it. And if it sounds angry, it's unintentional. I'm never angry with, with them. Even, yeah, or if yeah. I am, I'm sure not showing them because they're eight, nine years old. What good's that going to do? Um, oh, no, no. You're going to try to lock that down? Yeah. Hey, good yeah. luck. <laughs> I know. But it, but and I loved it. And, you know, it's kind of funny. The last batch of kids that I coached in some of these things just coming through the end of their high school time, too. So That's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of cool to see them come out for these sports and grow a love for it. It's like, do I think I really had a big impact on it? Maybe. I don't know. But oh, you help facilitate, are. some right? have gone to play yeah. in college and yeah, I made it at least I hope a fun environment that they wanted to come back and try it again another year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those soft skills. That's what I was trying to bring it yes. to. Definitely yes. yeah. part of even a lot of great life lessons in sports, yeah. right? Um, yes. Team sports. I, there's discipline in individual sports and I never really did individual sports, so I can't speak to them too much. But team sports, absolutely. It's, you know, everybody's got roles. Everybody can't be the the top goal scorer or everybody can't be the quarterback. Um, everybody has a role. And and knowing where your skills are and how you can help the team translates everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So lessons to learn everywhere, I guess. Is yeah. Like looking at there. me, do you, do you think I ever had a shot at being a wide receiver <laughs> or the quarterback? No. <laughs> Not a chance. No, no, no. This has been. Uh, a, um, I was a little leaner in high school, but I still sure. was not quarterback material. Yeah, the only thing I do is uh, I I used to be able to run fast, far. I could just run far. It's not as fast anymore, but you know, I still get out there. Good for you. Run a bunch. This is a cool um, other conversations as a signed section that we got. <laughs> I was trying to weave it back. I mean, it, it all matters. matters. No, no, it's, it's it all fantastic. matters. 
No, so, yeah. so I mean, it's a makeup of who you are, and not having those kinds yes. of hobbies and conversations to bring back makes you a better social well, and, SE. And having hobbies lets you break away from maybe the the work, right? The, mm-hmm. the concentration. But in those, like I know, like I said, I go running. When I'm running, I think that I solve problems, right? It's almost a meditation. I step away yes. from it. Or you go and do an activity like yes. this. Learning, you're learning some other soft skill that you may apply. You know, because you had a hardship or not a hardship, but a you know difficult situation you had to get through with the kids or to relate to them when you're coaching. And now you can yeah. take that back to your work. That's saying is you could step away from it, but still it all ties together. That's actually, a, that's a fantastic point because I think we all love our jobs and you start, you know, the, the goal is to do something you love. So you, you like you said, if you're doing what you love, you're not working. Yeah. Right? But uh, there's the other side. Of, and then, you know, you guys are giving me a good lesson here as well. I love it so much. Sometimes I don't step away. Mm. Right. And we can get, I'm sure all of us can do that. Sometimes you get into sometimes. it and, and, and you love it. But to your point, like you go running or you go take the dog for a run or a walk. Yeah, or, do a hobby. Yeah, go play, play the guitar. Go play guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah. Go go watch the softball game. Learn some yeah. of that. You got you got to be able to to kind of check out as well, right? Yeah. I think it's a I think it's a left brain, right brain kind of thing. I feel like you use so much of the the technical side, especially as as an SE and in this industry, that to have a way to kind of do things on the other side of your brain. I know it's not really, that's how it works, but to go away from the yeah. the technical and into the creative and have a creative outlet, I think is huge. Even if that outlet is like you said, just to go running and clear your head or to, um, hi Mac, how are you? No, take your dog out. Dog yeah. Can you tell I'm the only one home? Um, but I think, I think having that, and I've, I've really tried to ingrain that in my children as well. My one son is a great artist. Um, he's mm. great painting, sketching. Um, my other son is actually one of the guitars on my wall is his, and he wants to take it back. And I'm like, good, get that outlet, have something yeah. that you yeah. can go do that has nothing to do with what you do for work. Cause it will recharge you. Yeah. Yeah, exact. That's, there you go. Well said. That's exactly it. That's a yeah. great skills. Let's none of it. Nobody ever does that. Well, I worked hard and I keep working hard. <laughs> uh, you know, you get to a point sometimes I think where it's like, Yes, there are certain industries, I think, where you have to put in that many hours. And yes, there are times in your career where you do. I've done the the, the 40 hours without sleep because guess what? Oh, yeah. You know, viruses don't take a break. Um, right. I've, I've had 32-hour days. I tell people, like, there's yeah. not 32 hours in a day. I'm like, oh, there is an idea. Yeah. If you don't sleep, it's still <laughs> just one day. Yeah, exactly. That's a day. Been there a few times where it's like you didn't plan on it. That's why, you know, that's, that's the other thing I'll say. When you get into IT – Keep deodorant, toothbrush, toothpaste in your desk. That's Why? A smart idea. You're going to need them sometime. Just trust yeah. me on that. Yeah. You're going to need yeah. them. <laughs> phone number to the pizza place. When. They always have the phone number of the 24-hour pizza joint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a little thing that I've, I've had to use that way too many times. Um, but that's, that's, that's good again, the nature of it. Um, but you put in those hours, and especially when you're younger, I think you put in more of those kinds of hours because – Nobody's calling me at 2 a.m. to tell me that something's down anymore. I'm not at that point in my career and I'm not in that job. Um, but you learn so much in those jobs too. Yes. 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 And going back to kind of relating to people, you put you in the put you in the position that the customers you're trying to help might be in, right? Or, or you understand what they're trying to solve, solve against or the challenges they yep. may have. Even yeah. though it was a while ago, to your point earlier, kind of the same situation, different tech. 
maybe yep. different so problem to solve, but really a lot of the same problems to solve. So yeah, you show them that you made your bones in the industry. You've done yeah. you, you've done the hard work to get where you are. You didn't just wake up one day and go, I'm an SE now. Yeah, you, you yeah, kind of worked your way up now, through it. Yeah. For those, and we haven't really interviewed anybody that maybe came right out of sales, though I do know people that did that. Um, at least understand that position, right? Go, like you said, borrow stories from other people. Go figure out. They've probably out been selling tech long enough that yeah. they have either heard other people's stories. Yeah. And they clearly have a capability for it because they you can't right. just come in. Like I said, you can't just open up the door and get, guess what? I'm your SE now. Well, yeah. you obviously have a, a propensity towards technical things anyway. So I think that you'll do very well. Oh, um, and yes, there are people and I've known people that do that and never looked back. You know, is there a little bit yeah. of ramp up time? Sure. But, you know, I have friends that switched from they they were they graduated with accounting degrees, worked in accounting for a couple of years, decided they didn't like it. And their company gave them a chance to get into IT and they haven't looked back and they're they're running IT departments at major companies now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so we never know. We hope to bring up a, a little more of that uh, diverse diversity this year in the podcast, right? Like coming from different backgrounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. We found a lot of us, actually, probably <laughs> all, almost all of our guests come from a very similar background. Different, um, we might have all had different education in college. And that's yeah. kind of what this podcast has been about. Like, hey, there's not a SE major, go be a sales engineer major, right? Yeah. So that yeah. changes, but it seems like all of us really cut our teeth in IT, taking on more roles and more jobs until we became an SE. Yeah. Well, that it's funny because that's I was after I was done being a photo major for a little while, I was a comp sci major and I, I still don't know if they have anything that's a degree that's more like what IT really is now or if it's still or even what a, you know, do you really even need to go to college to be a developer anymore? My guess is that the best ones probably didn't because they actually just yeah. did it. Um, like I said so, in the last episode, you could probably learn everything about coding and be an amazing coder and, yeah. you know, or, you know, developer. But yeah. Yeah. You're going to so get something think, else out of college. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If that's even necessary. And that's a whole episode you could have on just as yeah. even necessary for most of the stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah. Cause I ended up at comp sci, I did for like two, two semesters realized I couldn't stand anything about it. Cause that wasn't what technology and it and everything was to me. So I ended up switching to a, just a business management degree. Mm -hmm. Why? Cause it was the fastest path. And I was like, no matter what, no, no matter what industry I'm in, it's business. It's going to matter, you know, That's, having a little background on how can, marketing works and stuff like that. Transition to a business partner and less of a, just a technical resource yes. for yeah. your company. That's, 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 that's kind of why I, you know, I did yeah. that as well. Yeah. Yes. That's super now, I did go back and get a master's degree in information science. So, but that was did, did 10 years later I, uh, after I had a career path. I started as computer science undergrad. as well, Eric, at uh, San Diego state did some of those classes. I actually didn't mind the computer classes, you know? Even, uh, you know, language code and stuff. Um, but um, but I, I had kind of the same realization like, hey, this, this is very much coding and programming and developing. And while I wanted to do that because I wanted to create games at, at the time and, and stuff like that, I was more of a – I had been building computers since I was very young and hands-on yeah. and things like that. And you realize that's not what that was. And I ended up switching um, – they had kind of taken the CIS and networking major and they called it information technology management hmm. and it was in the college of business. So almost kind of almost, you know, exactly cool. what you're talking decision, about. Decision, decision science yeah. department is where they And that's when I realized yeah. like, Ooh, I've got these business classes that are 
look, this is really cool what they're talking about. Yeah. Right now I can mix the tech and these guys know business. And that's when I really started going, wow, I, I want to be in some higher level conversations yeah. You know, yeah. some of the time. Right? So That's how I felt about it too. And that's why I, I never doubted that decision. And, and uh, if you're not sure what, you, if you know you want to go to college, but you're not sure what you want to do, I don't think that's a bad degree to go with because you could come out and you're prepared to go into sales. You're prepared to go into just about any department that doesn't have something specialized. Like if you're going into accounting, yeah, maybe you should take more than accounting one and two. Sure, um, sure, but sure. Maybe yeah. a doctor. Maybe you should. Go to uh, yeah, I appreciated it. You know, that's my, that's my business <laughs> diploma up there. Where's your med degree? Yeah. Tell me where it hurts. Yeah. Tell me where yeah. it hurts. Let's get. No. Yeah. Let me just pull up WebMD yeah. here. We'll get to the bottom of this. No, that's a good point. It's it can be an all nice, well-rounded uh, degree to get you across. Yeah. yeah. Many many facets of the business. Yeah, and then yeah. like I said, the 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 master's degree was uh, fascinating time. What's funny is I think it, it sounds cooler now than it actually was because what information science is now is nothing like what it was when I got yeah. that degree. Yeah, but it sounds yeah. awesome. I'm a data <laughs> so, scientist now. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, exactly. Yeah, look at that right there on the diploma. Yeah, I think that's a little different. But it's still, yeah, it's. I started out hard science. Well, I started graphics. Really, I went to hard science, and then did similar route. Yeah. I got an MBA too at the end. I'm like, I'm really just going to double down on that business thing. And I didn't want the MBA. That's why I went that path. It, yeah. Uh, I'm with State you. A great program for it. And that's what yeah. I ended up doing. And uh, glad I, I did it. I might've done that differently. Um, but the I still not sure good. if it got me what it got me any advantage in my career at this point. Um, I'm glad I did it, but I don't yeah. know if it's gotten me anything that I wouldn't have gotten anyway. I don't, I don't have any way of telling that to be honest. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to quantify hard to measure. That. People yeah. have asked me that about NBA. I'm like, well, I think it was worth the process. Yeah. I think it did open a few doors because people are like, Ooh, NBA, that must be something. And you're like, must be right. And then, you know, yeah. then you walk in, whatever you say, just do the yeah. job. <laughs> but, but the process was there, but you probably could have done that in any discipline. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, so I might've I, done it differently. Yeah. Well, it is nice. I just paid off my student loans. And it's been a lot. Oh, that's so. even nicer. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I, I was paying like three, three cents a month for the last hundred years or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a friend, he went the social science route and you know, he's going to, he's, his retirement's going to be a pension. Mine's going to be whatever I save. Yeah. He's like, why do you keep with the jobs? You're trying to make more and more. I'm like, well, I got an MBA, man. I got to have an ROI. Yeah. <laughs> like I got to exactly. show, yeah. <laughs> show an ROI on this, on this spend. Because uh, again, I'm going to pay three cents for the next 700 years. That inch, yeah. that uh, that interest rate. Yeah, no, I got mine out of the way just in time for my kids to start bringing theirs to me. So Man, there you go. It's <laughs> a cycle. Well, yeah. um, this has been absolutely fantastic, Eric. Uh, I, I love the conversation. I'm sure we could just keep doing it for hours. Uh, obviously, yeah, it feels natural, um, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's been great. Um, you know, we'd love so, to do it again. Any anything. Sorry, Zane. Uh, but Eric, any any part of your journey we missed that you want to make that we didn't get to asking you questions or anything you, you know, closing thoughts, I guess. Yeah, I, th I think we hit the big things and where a lot of the decision points and how I got where I am, we, we've covered, which is great. Um, like I said, I'll just double down on the never stop learning. And that's in business and, and personal life. Yep. Um, and if you if you're not happy doing it, we're at, a, we're at a point where, you know, we're educated, experienced people. And probably most of the folks we're talking to here are on that similar path. There's no reason to be miserable at your job. And sometimes 
and I've been very fortunate, but I know a lot of people have been this way, that you don't realize how miserable you are in a job till you get out. So if you're feeling like you're not, don't yeah. be afraid to make a change. Another great point. <laughs> yeah. There. Another great point. Yeah. So ch change is good. Variety is good, I'll say. Variety might be the right word over change. Yeah. No, I, I like it. Zane? Well, well, we have, we always ask at the end. I don't know if we want to fit this Ooh, in. Yeah. We always have our ending question, and I don't know if I prepped you for this. It goes on the path of learning, so I hope you'll take it as that. Cool. Um, we usually ask everybody, especially, well, we've talked about this. Most people were in IT, so they kind of have a mess-up story, but kind of like what's your biggest mistake that you learn from? Or even some people have taken the road of mistake I was adjacent to. You could also tell us your biggest triumph if you don't want to do the mistake, but we think it's much more interesting to learn through the through the failure. Just kind of, you know, everybody understands that that happens, right? That happens, yeah. and, and you learn from it. There's, uh, I can't say that there's ever been like that massive one. I'm perfect. I haven't made any mistakes. I don't oh. know what you're talking about. Well, there no, you go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Eric's the guy to live up to, Seriously. everyone. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to go back and stand on my pedestal now. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say... There was a time where every little thing that I did wrong, I felt like I could remember and it just haunted me. Okay. And mm -hmm. I think as I've gotten older, I've let those go, but you don't be afraid to fail. Catastrophe, no, don't, don't do something. Like I've had ones where I've made decisions or recommended things to people that the product, maybe it's a little early in the, in the uh. life cycle of it. You and turned the sales motion on more and so it got than, a yeah. little, it, it, you know, I've almost, I almost lost the relationship and the okay. customer. Um, and, but again, learning experience. Yeah. It's not failure. It's not complete failure. If you learn something. Um, yeah. and I feel that way, even having a company that, you know, obviously I'm working at Veeam, so I didn't continue having that company. And some people look at it and be like, well, you, you failed. You had to close down the business. Like, honestly, we, we got out clean nobody yeah. went into debt everybody you know we employed several people for several years everybody who worked for us seems to be doing well the ones that i've been able to keep in touch with um and i learned a ton from it yeah. so failure Thanks. is Took a natural course thing. right Took yeah. a natural course yeah exactly exactly yeah. so okay. so it's it's all how you frame that failure too yes there are sometimes yeah. where it's just like oh my god i can't believe i did that but guess what? Usually you're thinking of it worse than anybody else, unless you've done something so catastrophically bad that you're never coming back from it, um, yes. which most yes. people never do. Yeah. So, accept, so many, accept it and move on. We've gotten so many good one-liners okay. and tips from Eric that I feel like I'm going to have to pay him royalties <laughs> every time. I, this is, this is all of you out there. <laughs> no, I mean, I just, just the one you, you hit on there too, like don't let those failures eat you up inside, right? And I think that's kind of where we're going. You told the you, you told the vision instead of the actual story, which is fantastic, right? Like perfect. We're, what we're we don't have to, to extrapolate it. it. It's in. You we, just said. We, it. Yeah, we've yeah. all messed up, and you should feel okay doing that. Right? Yeah. Um, if I failed that bad, we wouldn't be talking right now, right? Right. That's why I feel okay asking it. I mean, I know you didn't. Yeah. You're like, well, actually, yeah. my name's not Eric, and I'm running from the law. Yeah. But, uh, I say, yeah. You're gonna be you're gonna be digitizing my voice and graying out my face, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah exactly. You need to pick some um, picture. I meant to ask you more about your, your business there. So that's probably another podcast. Time. Cool. Oh yeah. We didn't dig into that. I, yeah. I, I meant to. And we, we, uh, and I just had such good see, conversations. Our, I got lost. Our job on here is I throw Chris off, see if he can get us back <laughs> and see if we can make the yeah. uh, guest stay long. <laughs> yeah. So far it's worked. <laughs>
perfect timing. Friday afternoon. The only thing it's missing uh, is the adult beverage in one of the hands. Right. I, should, I should have done that ahead of time. I know. Just to be prepared, but. No, this, this has been fantastic. I'm glad that yeah. we got the chance to do this. I, Thank you so much. I love these Likewise. kinds of formats. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. really easy. We love to do the story. I think everybody's story is different, but there's always nice wisdom imparted, imparted in there. So we appreciate your time. And yes. Thank hopefully you so much, somebody, Eric. if anybody has any specific questions for me, please, you know, get me, get me in touch with them. I'd be happy to. I never really think myself as a, a mentor, but I'd be happy to answer any questions anybody yeah. has if if they uh, have any after listening. Appreciate Perfect. That. Okay, yeah. we can. Uh, I don't know if you want to give us how you want to be contacted. We'll put it in show notes. So happy to do. I don't so. even know because I don't use half my social media anymore. So I'm oh, not okay. even sure how to tell okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> Just to find them at Veeam, everybody. That's probably your best bet. Yes, there you go. Okay. You'll find me out there. You see this face, you're going to find one like it out there. And then and then go check out his podcast, even if you're not a uh, – everybody can see it, right? Or am I, am I – It's am I Yeah, it's public. Turn? You can, it's okay. worldwide. You can get to that. Yeah, yeah. It's partner-oriented for Veeam, but, you know, if you want to see more about kind of how that role works, you know, hey, there you go. There's a guy in action sharing it with the world. Yeah. So. I've got some, some cool people on there sharing some cool things, including the yep. two guys here, so – Awesome. Yeah, at least go check our episode out. Come on, we yeah. gotta get those numbers <laughs> yeah, up, guys. I need I'll you to like and subscribe and mash that button, or whatever exactly. I supposed to say. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's what it is. You got to point to do the fake point to it and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's like, can you right. stop pandering for subscribes? I just don't know how to fix my drywall. Why is your content fifty minutes about like and subscribe? I don't. Yeah. 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 Show me how to put the. Absolutely. I just need right. to know how to fix the crack in my drywall. Please stop. <laughs> well. um Thank you. Thank you both so much. Uh, like I said, this has been fantastic. And and uh, any listeners are out there stuck with us through the whole thing. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we, you know, we, we do this to, to help the community out there and to listen and reach out to any one of us on here. You know, Zane, yeah. myself, yeah. Eric, we're all happy to have a conversation. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, that, thank you. Great. Yeah. Till next time. <laughs>